On this 34th Wednesday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defence beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance you will secure your lives. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Jesus didn't want to save himself. He didn't live for himself. He lived for us. Therefore, coming down from the cross in the most crucial moments of his life would have been incoherent. He couldn't have stopped loving, believing and doing the opposite of what his father was asking of him. If on that day Jesus had thought, I'm going to save myself and come down from the cross to prove that I am God, he would not have been able to reconcile the world through love, nor would he have demonstrated that the only possible response to hatred mockery, insult, criticism and injustice is love and not running away to save oneself. Today let's all allow Jesus to whisper this into the ear of our heart, a heart which must listen to the words of truth that he tells us. Don't get down from the cross, don't stray off the path of love that you've chosen. Don't get discouraged by the mockery of those who don't believe and point at you. My brother, my sister, don't get down from the cross. Don't be deceived by the broad road everyone proposes as a solution. That vast and easy road is only an illusion. Jesus tells us, I am the way and the truth and the life. My teachings bring consolation to your suffering and your problems. They aren't the definitive solution, but they are the relief you need. Don't give up marriage or consecration. Don't cheat yourself. Don't give up service, commitment and much less love. Persevere to the end. Only there will you see the reward and experience the resurrection. Sometimes Jesus' words about persecution, about being arrested, handed over, imprisoned, seem very distant to us. This happens because we live our faith in a violence-free context, in a context characterised by disguised tolerance and phony freedom of expression, so we think that what Jesus said is true of some other old times. It is true that, in the first place, Jesus addressed his disciples, those closest to him, those who finally, after the resurrection, went out inflamed by the Holy Spirit to announce to the whole world that Jesus had died for all on the cross but was now alive. 
This significant announcement generated the first persecution of the nascent church, and all the apostles, except John, gave their lives for the one they loved, just as he had given it to them. However, it is also true that throughout the history of the church, there has been, there is, and there will always be persecution of all kinds against Christians. The martyrs in the history of the church are countless. They have always been, and they will always be, the seeds of new Christians. We may have not noticed, but today there are Christians who are being persecuted and who die for giving testimony of Jesus. Pope Francis said that there are more martyrs now than in the first centuries of the church. St John Paul II and Benedict XVI also spoke at great length about the silence that prevails over the current persecution of the Christian church. What about us? What do we do? Do we pray for our brothers and sisters who die each day in Syria, in Iraq? Do we give testimony with our lives that Jesus means everything to us? While some people unconditionally surrender their lives out of love for Jesus, what do you and I give? As in Monday's Gospel, do we give what is left over as the rich did, or do we give all we have as the widow did? Today's martyrs, and the martyrs of all times, give away everything they have to live on. They give away their life, and they know that life is not lost, life is gained forever. They know that nothing shall separate them from the love of Christ. There's nothing that can separate them from the one who gave his life for them. While there are some Christians who cannot celebrate their faith freely, who cannot receive the sacraments, some of us afford the luxury of not taking full advantage of them, of not participating out of genuine love. While some families are segregated and suffer for being Christians, we often fear to say that we are Catholics. We fear being teased, we fear not knowing what to say, we fear embarrassment. How sad! We sometimes lack so much love. Right now there's a Christian who is surrendering his entire life and knows that his life won't be lost. Maybe we are wasting our life caring about superficialities or we are living an incoherent faith. We claim to be Catholic, but we pay lip service to our faith. We say one thing and do another. We keep God the Father at a distance and prevent other people from reaching him too. How is it possible to believe in Jesus if we live, feel and think like everybody else does? Our inconsistent faith, or the fact that we live a faith to our own measure, should be a wake-up call for us to think whether we love God as we say we do. May Jesus help us not be afraid to love him our whole life. Then, if we genuinely love him, we will never be fearful of what others think or say. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.